So, Keaton, in my opinion, I think you are absolutely one of the best people doing photography in the waterfowl industry. And, um, like, I love looking at your shit. You've been publishing God knows how many magazines. I don't even know. But it, the, <laughs> the photos are sick, dude. And Thanks, I'm a big dude. fan. And you're young. You're 29. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of it has to do with you just going into it full bore, you know? But I think the big thing that separates you from other outdoor photographers is that you actually know how to kill ducks and you are a hunter. So you know what hunters want to see. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you can give on that to other photographers? Cause we have a lot of photographers and video, like I don't want to say wannabes, but like, no, like up and people, comers, yeah. yeah, up and comers who like want to become good and they want to make this their job. Mm -hmm. So like someone who has as much experience as you like kind of go into it for these kids or for these people on like how to become better and just kind of give your story of like photography and whatever, because honestly I don't know your story and I, mm -hmm. I want to know. Okay. So pretty much had zero interest in photography when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was a big bow hunter. I was a deer hunter, queer hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I just don't deer hunt anymore. I got too into duck hunting, uh, when I was in college and, so my freshman year of college, my roommate was a big duck hunter. And so like before that, I'd always hunted wood ducks and stuff with my dad. Yeah. Set up in random goose fields, randomly shot a few geese. Right. Well, he's the one that like took me out to like my first marsh and we shot a meow, shot like my first few mallards. And like, I didn't do that till my freshman year of college. Well. Like, like like legit go like but have waders on go out to a marsh like duck hunting you know mm -hmm. not floating down the river jump shooting with ducks right right <laughs> but so like that's when that kind of started i got home for that crit like my for my freshman year christmas and i asked for a bunch of decoys for <laughs> christmas mm -hmm. and uh so yeah that's when that started and then my It'd be like my junior year of college is when I met uh, the Vondrax, and that's when DOA was just getting started, and that's when I was in my photography classes in college. So I was taking Photography 101 my sophomore year because I was playing baseball in college, right? So I wanted the easy. Oh, so you went to college for photography? For baseball. Oh, for baseball. Yes, but then ended up liking photography. Okay. <laughs> so you took it as like a whatever deal? Took it as it's the easiest class in school. For sure. And you didn't have to go. Big big overachiever is what it sounds like. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just had to show, you literally had to turn in like your 10 pictures every Friday and that was it. Like you had to, your assignment of what you had to take pictures of or whatever. Right. So I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just go take a couple pictures and turn them in and not go to class. <laughs> and Two weeks later, it's the only class I wanted to go to. <laughs> sure. Because I actually learned shit. And it was interesting. And I don't know. Then I ended up taking five more photography classes. Got like my bundle minor, whatever the fuck they called it. It wasn't like a minor. It was like a something stupid. I don't know what it was. But I had to do like design classes to get a minor. I'm like, fuck that. Sure. <laughs> I probably should have done it anyways. Cause I wish I know all that shit now. Mm -hmm. But 
yeah so if you're in college take design classes photography classes video classes whatever just to learn like your camera because that's what i was doing i was learning what aperture shutter speed iso what all that shit is you know mm -hmm. and like rule of thirds like how to frame your shot all that kind of shit yep like i'll bet 99 percent of the people not 99 percent, but like a lot of amateur photographers that haven't taken any class or anything would have no idea what that is you know what i mean right <clears throat> so like you have to learn some stuff granted you can self-teach yourself a lot of it like i learned i learned a shit ton on youtube like editing that kind of stuff mm -hmm. that's where i started like looking at youtube after my classes like when i was trying to get more advanced you know mm -hmm. and then i'd talk to people that were photographers started messaging guys on instagram just asking you know some guys are nice enough to give you some advice some guys are not you know it's like whatever sure but so then graduated college got a camera for graduation present and that's when like i think doa was a couple years old and so i started running doa's instagram page and i was doing it like jeez <laughs> fergus fergus is just a sneezing dude <coughs> go back to sleep <laughs> anyways where were we uh you just, just graduated camera. yep yeah so that's when doa was getting going they were making their decoys and shit so i started their inst started running their instagram for a while yeah started using all my own pictures and they, they had like four thousand followers when i started it like two years later there was like 18 or 19,000. Jeez. And like, I wasn't posting a lot. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, fuck, I might be onto something here, you know? And then it kind of just went from there. <laughs> yeah. Blew sure. up a little bit. So for all these, um, I think you just need to be different, honestly. Be different. Yes. And, like, and in today's culture, how would so, you say? Yeah. There's like so much repetition. I feel like in our industry, uh huh. Like, if you want to stick out, you just have to be different. So, um, based on what you're seeing all over social media right now, mm -hmm. how would you suggest someone should be different? Mm, you just kind of got to be creative. You got to think outside the box. Yep. Anyone can close a shutter, you know, but not anyone can capture a picture. You know, not anyone can capture that moment. What's Derek The, the story... Derek's a photographer. Yeah. What you got, bro? One of the best videographers in the game. I think. You guys talk about that for a second. I have to pee right now. Uh, Joey's going to go use the little man's room. Um, I think uh, what Keaton made a good point is, is setting yourself apart. And he always uh, told me when we started hanging out and shooting together and working together and bullshitting and getting to become good friends, uh, we always look to each other to ask, like, what do you think and what do what do you like about this and what don't you like? Mm -hmm. Because we always said when we were working together, our, both of our brains on their own are pretty good because that's what you have to say to yourself as a creative. You have to be confident in yourself and be mm -hmm. like, I have what I got in my head and I'm proud of that. But you, I'm proud of what you do in your head, other creative. What do you think of me? And I think like 
you have to set yourself apart and you have to be humble enough to ask others like, why do you like that? Or why don't you like that? Why do you want to see more of this? And like Joey was saying earlier about how the reason that Keaton is so like relatable in his photography is because he's the uh, pinnacle of like a true hunter and like, like knows exactly what people want to see. And they, um, Chadwick's putting my headphones on for me. Is it freaking all time team player? Now, now my now my audio is going to be a little bit better. Um, but I think like now we're just rambling. But uh, you need to set yourself apart, like Keaton said, and absolutely um, ask yourself how can I be different than others? How can I present things better to companies? Like, and, don't me yeah, don't get me wrong. You can get inspiration from yeah, other guys. Like inspiration from others yeah. is huge. Like, I've done that. But you can say, I really like what you did when you had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. But you'll, you as the creator are never going to have the opportunity that right. other person had. But you just need to say, when you had that opportunity, I want to capitalize. Like, you capitalized on that opportunity. Right. I mean, you're not going to take the exact same picture as someone else. No. And that's what's so cool about uh, outdoor creativity in general. It's like, we're not studio photographers. I've probably said this a bunch, but like, we're not studio photographers. So we don't take pictures of sneakers and cars and well, well, anyone can take pictures of sneakers, and, but I'm like, like, I don't take pictures of like, um, cars in a lit studio and <laughs> have the same thing every time. Like the views that Keaton shares on his social media. And if you're safely listening to this podcast, go stop paying attention at work and go and look at Keaton Rose photos, you will be like, I wish I could go on a hunt like that. And I wish I could have a hunt like that. Or I wish I knew somebody who could take me on a hunt like that because that is the only hunt that you could ever want to go on is a hunt with your buddies, a hunt where you're cooking breakfast, a hunt where you're drinking coffee, where you're shooting the shit and you're shooting Mm -hmm. birds when they come in. Like I'll add something. Say it. Okay. So like one thing that I've really tried to improve on in the last two to three years probably is like, more of telling the story in a photo. Well, and and that's where you personally caught yeah. like me when you were yeah. doing those stories on Instagram, dude. That's where I started. That this shit. Idea. That shit was so fucking sick. Where <laughs> you you detailed the entire hunt in just photos, and first of all, all those photos were beautifully edited. They were really good shots. That me as a hunter was like, I'm on that hunt right now. No, I know exactly you know what's how many going people on. I had message me and say that a lot. Yeah. After, like, after one of his first ones, he had just kind of tried it out and I think it just kind of happened on accident. He's just like, Oh, this might work. This is kind of cool. And it just, yeah, did, he just did it one day it did, and he had the audacity to look at me and say, you think I should like keep doing these? <laughs> and I wanted to smack him. I was like, dude, do you have any idea? How cool this is. Yeah. I kind of have guys like, message me like. I'm, I haven't seen this before. That's that's what caught me. I hadn't seen it before. Yeah. That's well, like. You, that's what I'm saying. You have to be different. No one ever did that. No one did that before. And really, it's kind of funny how many no, yeah. companies guess do that how now. Guess how many people do they got now. that now. Huh, weird. Huh, weird. <laughs> Keep, here's the thing, though. Companies have done that and people have done that. However, you did it in a different way. Right. It's not like, look at me. Right. I'm right, the right, shit. right, right, right. It was in a humble way. And telling you, a story. And you are you are literally just telling a story. It's not mm-hmm. like look at all these fucking bands we shot. Look at all the birds we killed. It's like exactly. Hey, we're sitting up against a fallen tree and we set up eighteen decoys 
and somehow we shot 64 fucking geese mm-hmm. in six bands. And it's like, holy shit. And you got them, like, cupping in, doing the maple leafing. They're holding pumpkins the whole way down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that shit, got, that shit got me hard. Oh, I know. I, I was on that hunt, and I was like, first of all, need to hunt with them. Yeah. <laughs> need to hunt with them because that's a cool situation that I've never hunted. Like, what was that hunt on, like, a little creek in, like, a cow pasture or whatever? You saved it to your story highlights, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you're that, sitting in the wood pile. You're just sitting in a wood pile, dude. That is so fucking cool to me. Yeah. We you know? walked into that pasture that morning and we're like, "Well, where are we gonna hide?" <laughs> and we're like, "Well, we could stand behind the wood pile. If the geese are coming from that way. We're like, let's just sit in it." <laughs> so I sat like behind. There's two guys shooting. One, I was sitting behind them taking pictures. And it like I don't know, it was just like perfect, like little holes in these in the in this wood pile, and you could just it was like a little pit, like we could just sink right into these sticks God, and sit sick. there. And I had no idea we were there. I mean, did you know going into that hunt? Because I I've had a couple hunts like that where it's just so out of the box and it works out so. Perfectly. I actually got invited. You got invited to that hunt. Yes. So so you had no idea what you were walking but into. But it's only like. 20 minutes north of my house so like i've seen the pasture a hundred times and like this kid just had permission so he's like yeah let's go mm-hmm. and it was on like a thursday morning or something so we're like there's only like three of us that could go so we're like yeah fuck it let's go there was like 300 geese in the pasture and we could shoot six <laughs> it was two a person yeah that's or, what or three early, a person no two that's what our early season is so yeah, Yikes. so they shot there too on picture, and then I, I wish everyone like, could see my face because yeah. it's like, is Joe's perplexed? Yeah. Don't come hunt Iowa. It sucks, dude. It's, that's ridiculous. Actually, wow, it we suck, we but. used to have a early harvest season in Minnesota. You could shoot fifteen in August oh, a yeah. person, and that was dumb. Like, and that's when I was like just starting my hunting career. Like, that's when I was like just starting to field hunt. So I was like sixteen, seventeen. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to shoot 15 geese? I can barely afford a box of shells, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, it takes me two shells to kill each bird, you know? Like, Do the what math. are we talking one about? One to smack it out of the, the sky and one to finish what we, it up. What are we talking about right now? <laughs> 15 geese a person. You go out with three people. You're supposed to kill 45. Get out of here. Get out of here, dude. But yeah. anyway, yeah. no, I think I think what you're doing and, and then how you uh, – show it is actually really dope and it's it, that is different because Extremely you see different. these you see these people in the industry who are just like look at me look at me and it's like bro like, you, 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 i don't, I don't have that a once. single picture of me on my whole page i know and no. it pissed, and it pissed it me off because he's a good looking dude get <laughs> him on there no one ever takes pictures of me like i'm always i don't literally well i got some today <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, finally. Well, I mean, you're Here a photographer. You what do you... I know. That's so how that, it goes. That's like... So I had to... When I was like uh judge for the gunner contest, mm-hmm. they uh, they asked for a picture <laughs> for my like profile of the judging contest, like judging panel. We need to see who it is. I didn't have a fucking picture of myself in camo. <laughs> like literally within like the last eight years, I had zero pictures of myself. <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? So you if you hunt with Keaton Rowe in the next, <laughs> from now on, you better take a picture of that dude right away. Like oh. when you get into the blind, be like, Keaton, nice to meet you. Hold on, let me take a picture of you in your camo. Because <laughs> I heard that this was a problem. <laughs> dude, we got a picture today. 
We got the three ducks that we shot today, and he's holding the soccer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's wild. I like look. Keaton goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I, and I see a belly up fish, and he goes. He reaches down, he pokes it, flips over, starts to swim back into the deep, and he just like kicks it. He goes, "No, you get back here, you hear? <laughs> Grab that thing out of the water behind the gills like a champ, and was like, "Look what's going on in the frying pan!" <laughs> and like Vikings, we all like banged our chests. I looked down, I'm like, "It's a fucking walleye! What the fuck?" And then I touched it, and it flipped over and started swimming. I'm like, "It's a it's fucking sauger! What the fuck?" <laughs> it was like in two inches of water. Like we just pulled the boat in, and I was picking up. Probably, I had like a dozen decoys and I was bringing them back to the boat. I set them in the boat and I turned around and looked down. And it just looks like right between my legs. Fish. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. Like we, so wild. We fished that river like quite a bit in the spring. And <laughs> I don't catch shit. <laughs> Good luck finding your dad, Nemo. <laughs> yeah, it is worthless. Okay, so going off of what we were talking about with the photography shit. Yeah, we and keep sidetracked. Yeah, I know, and that's fine. It's that's standard. that's literally we. This should just be called the sidetrack podcast. <laughs> but, um, but like, give some advice other than like be different to like these kids. You know what I mean? And I, I don't mean to keep calling everyone kids, but yeah, Joey. Just so you know, everyone's <laughs> so kids. demeaning. If you've never and seen Joey dad. or looked at him, he's not an old man with a speckled gray beard. He's a fucking child with blonde hair and blue eyes. <laughs> it's true. He's got half a beard, and he's like, "Hey, everyone's a kid and younger than me." <laughs> Sorry, that's just ridiculous. It's not meant to be demeaning. Okay? It's not. It's not demeaning. Not if that. he calls you a kid, it's just because he doesn't know what else to say. It's just I'm probably your dad, is all. But <laughs> I adopted you. But anyway, Anyways, like. These so kids. like you, you branched out and you're like, okay, no one's really like people have definitely told the story, but I feel like you did it in oh, yeah. a way of like humility where it's like, I'm just a photographer and mm -hmm. I just want to get some cool shit. Yeah, you know? pretty much. So well, like I, what, I like got to a point where I like, I was, I, I felt like I, I was just like trapped. Like I couldn't come up with anything anymore. Like I felt like I was just in a creative slump, you know? Yeah. And so then I, that's the year I started doing those photo stories. Cause I'm like, I need to take more pictures and I need to tell a story like more. I need to, I need to tell the whole, I like, I want every angle of this hunt. And then I learned from there, which angles I like best. So I didn't waste my time with the other ones, you know, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't for, so for so in that story, telling the story really resonated with a lot of people. Like you were saying, like, well, a right. shitload of people messaged you, right? Yeah, like and I, then, I'd have guys sitting and motivated work. you, yeah, kind of kicked you out of your yeah, slump. Yeah. They're like sitting in work, and they're like, dude, I feel like I'm on that fucking hunt. Really? Yeah, it's like I'm sitting at work on my computer, and I feel like I'm hunting with you. Right. So now I'm like, that's fucking badass. That's so what now I'm trying to do. <laughs> so now explain you telling the story in that hunt. What are you looking for in these shots? Like, you're not just taking pictures of birds, and you're not no. just taking pictures of people carrying birds back to the blind. So, right. like, so that's what, what I try. What to, tells the story, in your opinion, right. about a hunt? So there was a time where I felt like I was going on a hunt, and I'd take only dog pictures. Right. <laughs> like, well, well you're I, really you good at the dogs. dogs. <laughs> you are. You do love dogs, and you take badass dog. Yeah, pictures. you you take some badass black dog pictures. Mm. So, like, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up this hunt on my phone real quick, but. One one that stood out to me is they're standing in the wood pile. They're calling. Yeah. Obviously, you're not like, hey, there's no geese around. Pretend like you're calling at birds, right? Like you no, can we see don't do that. you can no. see it. We, we don't do that. You can <laughs> see it in the person's eyes and whatever. I think that's I think that's the 
authenticity of it. it. It looks so fake if you don't. I th- I think so too. I mean, it, I don't. You can tell if a guy's just like cupping a call to his yeah. lips and putting hand with like oh, def- fake back pressure. Like even when people are real calling and I take a picture of it, it looks like it's fake sometimes. Touche. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they have to be like into it, yeah. like zone the fuck in into it. Yep. But like, yeah. so like what I was saying earlier is like, don't take pictures, just birds. I kind of remember what I was just talking about. Well, like you got to take pictures of the hide, like the whole hunt, like not just little bits and pieces, like everybody on the hunt, like get yep. photos of them, their dogs. I mean, memorable moments. Like last week I took photos of JJ and his, his dog grains first retrieve. Yeah. And like that kind of stuff is super fucking cool. And it's extremely rewarding. Yes. Like I saw the photos that Keaton took and I was jealous slash proud. I was like, I would <coughs> love to have Keaton on a hunt on my first hunt with my dog. And it's so cool that JJ had those photos of him and his dog rain, like getting her first dog, getting her first goose. And like mm-hmm. all that is really cool. And you as a creative have the power to empower your hunting buddies who bring you with and help you out or you know, get yeah. Casey's breakfast pizza for you. They spot you here and there and <laughs> buy you a beer because you're the one taking cool photos of them and their dogs. Like, mm-hmm. it's like you said, it's really rewarding to have the opportunity to capture like memorable moments of like exactly. father son hunts or yep. father daughter hunts and then the dogs as well. So I just pulled up the band pond. I just clicked on the first one in your story highlights, mm-hmm. and I'm like Let twelve. I'm like twelve pictures in. And you have a guy carrying back a bird. Like you said, you have a bunch of DSDs. Like, you're clearly in the water taking a picture of this guy retrieving a bird. So, like, you're getting out of mm-hmm. the spot when you can. Uh, 100%. And I don't, then taking I, pictures. If I, can get, I hate being in the middle of the blind. Right. Like, if we're in panels, I hate being in the middle of the blind. Because as soon as we shoot, I need to get out. Sure. Like, I need to be in position for the dog retrieve, whatever's going to go on. You know what I mean? Cause that's like the biggest thing you got, you get down into your position and you don't like it and you got to move, then you're running out of time. Cause that ducks are already getting brought back or goose or, you know what I mean? So it's like, I need to be out there. And, and I'm scrolling through this, this reel of shit. And you had a couple pictures back. doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Shitload of pelicans flying in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Now you're in the water pointing up towards the grass where he's grabbing a bird back and you have three arrows pointing towards pelican shit <laughs> on on the thing. And, you know, and that's what hunters notice is like, wow, there's a bunch of white shit. Yeah. What is that? All over the ground. There's a bunch of poop. Let's everywhere. try to avoid people asking me what the fuck it is. Right. <laughs> you know, I just, I love weird. that. And then here's another one where you have a pelican in the photo of three geese dumping in, and I'm sure they're banded because I hate you, you know. It's a good pond. But, like, I don't know, I just... Those are the things that stand out to me, and I think it's I think you realize that as you're editing it. Mm-hmm. Am, am I wrong? A lot of it, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's some stuff I see as it goes. but <clears throat> So, like me, I'm not a photographer whatsoever, and whenever I do grab a camera, like in our group, I just take as many photos as I can, and then I go through and I cycle through them. Is it kind of yeah. like that for you as well, or do you have an idea of what kind of a shot you want before you get it? Yeah. I definitely do. Like, if, I, if I'm if i on a hunt, it's pretty, like, running gun, you know? So it's, like, it's not like I think of a photo and that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yep. I'm always thinking about it. He's reacting. So if it ever does happen, like, it's in the back of my head, you know? So, like, 
I have like millions of fucking pictures ideas in my head. And like, if it ever happens, like it, it's in my head and I know it, no, like it'll just naturally occur. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a sense. Like I've had my camera so long. I don't have to look at it to change my settings. Sure. Like I just, which is what you should be if that's your job. Right. As a industry (laughs) or just a professional photographer, (laughs) you know, but it's, it's fun. This is another photo. So, like, for everyone listening to the podcast, um, go on his Instagram. It's Keaton Rowe, K-E-A-T-O-N-R-O-W-E. And then it's Woodpile Honkers. And it's, like, the fourth or fifth picture, and it shows, like, how these guys are standing around the woodpile. And then the first picture that catches my eye is you do a lot of uh, abstract photography, Right, And I took a photography class in high school, and this is what I was really good at, where you have something out of focus really close to you, and then what's in focus is further out, and that's what you want people to focus on. Depth of field. Keaton Thank loves you. natural Depth filters. of field. Depth so, of like, field. you're showing how they're hiding mm-hmm. in the pile. Yeah, foreground. And then, I love stuff in the foreground. And yes. then the next one is you have a branch right in front of your camera, and then you have the guy kneeling down, and then a bunch of honkers coming in. Yep. That, to me is a dope-ass picture, and I think a company should use that photo. I Honestly, think they should pay you a lot of money for that photo. That was lucky as fuck. Sure. Because I was like, I don't remember what was happening, but my camera was being stupid for a second, mm-hmm. and it, like, shut off, and those geese were just dumping in. <laughs> and I, so I literally had it in my lap, and I just, I literally pulled it up and just started holding the trigger, and <laughs> that's the picture. <laughs> It, it turned out. Mm-hmm. I think that's such that's a like one of my most cool like photo. That's one of my most like photos on my uh, profile. Well, and I and I think it's for a good reason. You're obviously you, you're obviously you right you're obviously you not pushing anything in that photo. And no there's, one's ever seen anything. There's like zero it. logos. There's like nothing that points out like, oh, what gun is he using? What vest is he wearing? What sweatshirt is he wearing? Whatever. It's just mm-hmm. like you're in the moment of that hunt, and that's what I feel like resonates with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That was that was like shit. That might have been three years ago. Was that three years ago? It might have been. I think it said 154 weeks. So yeah, three years ago. Is that is, is that your math? That's well, yeah, 52 weeks yeah. in a year. Yeah, that's about right, huh? Yeah. So don't ever test me again. <laughs> smarter than you <laughs> look. Don't, don't ever smarter question me. You look. I know, and I and I don't look smarter than <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> Let's just say I don't look like I went to Harvard. <laughs> but anyway, so um, or college. <laughs> a dude i barely graduated high school <laughs> and that's not because i'm that's dumb it's because followers have in common dude i just i didn't want to do my homework no that's stupid i didn't want to do my homework and that was stupid you know staring out the window you know but at the same time it worked out because i found something that i'm passionate about which is duck hunting goose hunting and construction and i'm very good at those things on that's certain days <laughs> you know you want to be when the wind is right and the sun is right <laughs> And when homeowners are not yelling at me. So yeah, that's good. No, but um, for people trying to get into the industry and make this their job or a part-time job, they want to, like, let's just say they don't want to pay for everything in hunting, right? And mm-hmm. they just want to take some photos. They're semi-passionate about it, right? Mm-hmm. How would you suggest someone getting into this deal? Because this is your job now, mm-hmm. is taking photos for outdoor companies. And it's outside of just product photos where you're setting up lighting and you're Taking a picture of a blind or whatever, you know, right. for rig and right. So I don't even know what lighting is. It's right. sun. <laughs> so how would you suggest in twenty twenty one 
people wanting to get into the outdoor industry via videography or photography? It's honestly pretty tough. You have to hone your skills. Yeah, I, I think Derek can hone in on this one. but And we were talking about this before the podcast started. When you did it three years ago, or not three years ago, but like... Yeah, the so, genesis of- so there's like an evolution of how it goes. Like you start giving your shit for free. Mm-hmm. Then you get on a bunch of pro staffs. <laughs> and then you say, fuck pro staffs. Mm-hmm. And then you get your free shit. They all send you all this shit. You take pictures of it. We'll post it. Then you get the free shit. And then you're not getting paid. So it takes you to that point. And that's what every company wants to do. Keep you at they the free They want to keep shit. you right there. Yeah. That's if, if they can and you are willing to agree with it, that's where they'll keep you. Mm-hmm. On level four. You want to get to level five. Which how, do you, how do you break into level five, Keaton? I'm still working on that. I'm not a professional at that part. I mean, well, what, well, what's worked for you at this point? I, I like I said, I told like we were talking about this earlier. Like, ninety nine percent of the people I work with come to me now. Okay. Like, if I send out emails or send out a slide to a company with a bunch of their photos, their product in it, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I've had a couple of them work, but it's just like, I feel like 99% of the time they don't have a budget or they just want to send you free shit and change for photos. Sure. It's like, which that doesn't pay the mortgage. Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. So, so that's that's the the barrier. That's the, yeah, that's the barrier that you have to break. And it's not fucking easy in this industry. Sure. I mean, you have pro staffers giving hundreds of pictures for free, right? For a 20% off. Right. For a discount. So you're getting fucked. Yep. And then you're supposed to send a select 15 Mm. photos that are ready to post that are quality of a social media feed. How many of those happen? How many of those happen out of the thousand that they get from the pro staffs? Maybe a hundred. Maybe back when I was on pro staff. Maybe 50. Back when I was on pro staffs, I don't do those anymore. But make that very clear. <laughs> yes, very clear. <laughs> I was gonna say that right now. <laughs> Keaton's like, I'm gonna clear it real quick. Yeah, uh, it's pretty rare that there was any quality photos being put in. It was just feeding masses, right? Yeah, cell phone photos, slop, feed the slop, making hash browns. And when you're running an Instagram page and you're relying on that kind of stuff, it hurts. And you're trying to run a quality page, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's what you got to work with. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I had to go out and shoot all my own content pretty much. Like, because I couldn't stand some of those pictures and shit that people would send in. Like, no offense, but. And, you know. like, Keaton, Keaton shoots photos that he knows when he shoots them are good. And he's like, I like that photo. I'm confident in that photo. And sometimes you have to have the confidence in that photo or whatever Mm -hmm. asset you're creating to then push out and be like, you're going to want this, or you're going to like this, or you're not going to like this. You're not going to jive with it. Maybe Mm -hmm. you'll jive with the next one. Maybe you'll jive with this one. Maybe you jive with 30 seconds of this one. Maybe you jive with three photos. Honestly, like I should probably work a little harder to get more companies and, a little bigger of a portfolio. No, I already have a good portfolio. Yes, portfolios. Sick. But I'm saying like more 
outward but, reaching. Yeah, you could like, reach right, right, right. Tap more shoulders, basically. Right, is what right, you're right, right. Make more connections. That's the biggest part of this industry is who you know, who you know, yeah. and who you blow. I mean, hundred percent. So, but, like, do you feel like you should go to Shot Show and you should go to ATA oh, yeah. Show and you should, oh, yeah. you should be putting forth I've your never, own? See, money. that's the thing. Like, I don't do that yet because I've never had like the funds to support to go out to shot show for that long and just do that you know but yeah if you want to do it that's a great way to make connections because that's that's how i know connor who does who even has put us on any sort of a map whatever Mm -hmm. you know he is he's been working the outdoor industry since he graduated college he went to college for videography photography and he's seriously incredible um and he goes to every outdoor show, and yeah. he is networking, you yeah, know? it's huge. And it's like, I'm a networker. Like, I'm a salesman. So, like, I love talking to people. I love hanging out with people. Like, that's what I do. That's mm-hmm. what I'm really good at that's in life. That's what I need to do more. And of. that's, um, and, you know, I'm not trying to put words in. Like, I'm not trying to diss Connor. That is not his bag. He is very type A. He is very good. Like, hey, right. you need something done on this day. There is no question in my mind Connor will get that done on that day. You know, he will stress for weeks on end to get mm-hmm. that thing done. And that's really good for, that's a really good quality. Me, I'll be like, oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> My bad. I'll make it up to you, yep. you know. And so, but he will go to every every outdoor show. Now that kills us because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to go to SHOT Show in January? What about us filming in Arkansas in a flooded timber? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. I got to make sure that I make money this year, you know. And that's where I make all of my money is going to SHOT Show because I talk to everyone in the outdoor industry. Mm-hmm. I show them my pictures, my video, and I have references, and I say, here you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I need to do more of that. So, like, you I know, and you can, I know and you quite can, a bit of people in the outdoor industry, right? Like, but there's so many more connections that could be made, right? There's so much more money to be made. There's so, so many companies that could use Keaton in my eyes, in a, in a, and it would benefit them tenfold. So it's like, yeah, like it's let's like, benefit each other. Let's benefit each other. Yes. You and benefit that, me and like, I shed and I benefit I send, you in your portfolio of awesome like, photos. Like I used to send, <laughs> like I, <laughs> I used to send like, just like little DMs to companies. I wouldn't even get a reply. Right. So it's like, that really hurts your confidence. Like when you're hitting up all these companies and they're like, oh, we don't have a budget. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're not looking for photographers right now. It's just like one after another, one after another. You just got to keep grinding and find the companies that want to work with you. Right. However, when you talk to and someone in person, you want to work with, yes. when you talk to someone in person and you grab a beer with them, that helps. Totally different ball game. Right. Well, yeah. You're like friends then. It's like if you duck hunt and you go have a beer together, you're pretty much friends. Well, and what I've found in this industry is there's a lot of marketing directors and stuff like that and people who control the funds. Mm-hmm. Who don't do this stuff? Oh fuck! You, you know, can't fake the, what you don't know. But the <laughs> but the guys who do do this stuff, and you go out with them one time, even if you don't shoot a freaking bird, you're good to go. Mm. You know, it's like, hey, I'm gonna send you, you know, hey, hey, bud, let's build the relationship. Send me, send me two of that, you know, and I'll get you really good photos of it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna remember who you are because you guys had a beer together, and then also, um, they're gonna like at least one of your photos and be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to send you more of this. And I have a budget this year because we talked in January versus in mm. August. Yeah. A lot of these companies spend their money in 
like, the year before. The year before. The year so, before. Yeah. Be proactive and don't just because they say no, not now. Just be like, okay, well, when were you considering? Where can I be available to like give you my information if you're gonna have money or a budget? Right. Right. Like if you have an opportunity, yeah. you need to probably take it because there ain't a lot of them. Well, and and then um, to piggyback off of my own question, go to fucking calling contests. That's a huge one. Go to calling contests. All, that's like, dude, when I was in Burlington, I met, like, fucking so many people. Like Burlington so is a huge calling people. contest in February in... Uh, Southern Iowa. Southern Iowa at the <clears throat> Catfish Bend Casino. First of all, so much sick, fun. Sickest casino. So <laughs> much fun to go. Go-karts, you you, uh, fuck, you, so you ride fun. go-karts. You meet everyone in the industry. It's fun. It's like the first calling contest of the year. And Shitty part for us is that our season's still fucking open. Mm. So that's shut up. That's not a oh it sucks. Everyone else gets doesn't get no. a hunt and we still get a hunt. No, it's just <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a good ver- reverse migration day and it's gonna be Burlington this weekend. It's either go to Burlington or smash reverse migrators. It's like fuck you, Burlington. I'm gonna smash migrators. <laughs> so <laughs> but maybe think about your future and your finances yeah. and go See, to Burlington and yeah, stop. Idiot. You know? Maybe go that's Keith's flipping the coin That's on the I'm river. He's like, ah, oh, should I go into Burlington? But you see that flock do it? <laughs> or should and I Sam's eat? over here like, Sam's like, yeah, I mean, like, those boys aren't seeing what we're seeing at Burlington, are they? <laughs> I don't know. There's some good-looking women at Burlington. Not a lot. Not a lot. Mm. But there are a couple. So you might see something of similar quality of a good flock coming in. So you just compared... Reverse migrating honkers to the women at the Burlington. I don't know, dude. I'm tired and I've had a couple bush lights, but some lattes. I've had a couple lattes, but essentially, like, sum up that whole conversation of like help people, you know, break into the industry. Yeah, like give give a summation of it. I just feel like we need to, as outdoor creatives, kind of come together. And make it a point to not give our shit out for free. Okay. Because once one person does that, and it happens a lot, but once one person does that to a company, then they know they can get it for free. You know what I mean? Sure. So then they're going to be like, oh, well, I can just get it free. That's content. You, you can hold mean? them accountable. So like, yeah. As a, so as like, a community. That's like when you're talking to a company and they want you to like, give you shit for free or hey we'll collab and we'll give you this and you give us this it's like if it's if it's not money then we need to keep talking there is a negotiation yes. like i think there's that's a lot of thing that younger creatives struggle with realizing is like uh this is a negotiation i can say x you can say one i can say yellow you can say red mm-hmm. and we can just continue to talk until we get on the same page it's a negotiation. It's just like any business. So negotiate. If they're like, hey, can we have, can, I, can you give me one photo for one gallon of milk? You're like, actually, I'm good on milk. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would really love some venison backstraps. And they're like, ah, I don't know if we have venison. I don't know. It's just like fucking negotiate. <laughs> I don't need any more milk. <laughs> metaphors. <laughs> metaphors. Metaphor. That, that was past metaphor. That was meta five. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So essentially, we need to come together as outdoor creatives and just like set the precedent yes. of, hey, hey, man, I'm not going to do it for well, a 20% just, discount. I'm yes. not going to do it for 
a, a dozen free decoys, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm willing to negotiate. My normal day rate is 500 bucks a day. Right. However, we're starting a relationship here. Let's see. Let's see if we work well together. And then let's go exactly. from there. Yeah, exactly. But you have to set that precedent at the beginning, I feel like. Hey, mm-hmm. this is my normal day rate. Mm-hmm. We're just starting to work together. See if you like my stuff. See if you like my stuff. And if I'm uh, pliable enough for you and what you need, mm-hmm. you know, like, hey, if you if you need me to go out somewhere in January and my January's booked, obviously it's not going to be a good relationship. Unless you want to pay me more. Right. Yeah. So... It's yeah, negotiation. Yes, and 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 also like, it's not super personal because it is a business on both ends. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. It's a good thing to remind yourself. Like, company X, they are a business. They're going to make business decisions. Mm-hmm. If they can get forty thousand free images as a business, why would they go out and spend money? Mm-hmm. So you have to cut the business some slack for doing the business and making the numbers look good. Mm-hmm. But you can also have the like Keaton said, just be like, hey, I'm going to have a negotiation. We're going to talk make, about this. You have to make them want your shit. Yeah. And if and if they don't want it now, keep working harder and they might yeah. want it later. That or if they want your shit and they're trying to get it for free and you say, sorry, but I don't do that. I've like I've moved on from doing that and I've started a business now. I'm a photographer like you don't have to be a dick about it. Definitely don't be a dick about it. But you like, don't have to be like, yeah. How dare thee not offer me cash or gold or <laughs> right. finest rubies? Like, no, you can just be cool about it and be like, hey man, like I got bills to pay. I got uh, five dogs. I got crazy um, online shopping tendencies. You can say anything. And be like, um, yeah, I need. I have to make money just like you have to make money. Well, and one thing I was just thinking about too that just popped into my head that I think will help clarify a lot of pe- for a lot of people. Um, a lot of people want different stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, think of a guide service for for one example, right? What are the what story are they trying to tell? We kill a fuckload of birds, mm-hmm. so they're looking for a videographer to come out there and show the fact that they kill a shitload of birds. So. If you can get those birds in focus, you can show people going, woo, having fun, mm-hmm. really good calling, and yeah. just like showing that they have a lot of decoys, whatever. People are going to want to go to that guide service, right? Yeah. However, companies like Rigum Right, Boss Shot Shells, whatever, they're telling more of a story like, hey, this product works. It is the real deal. And so like if you're trying to go for that type of a deal, that's a totally different skill set. You know, so you have to, I feel like as a videographer, photographer, you have to figure out what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to be a product photographer? Cool. Anyone can do that. You need to get no, your no, own no, light. No, not anyone. Not anyone. Sure. Some people but are better some people than ever. Are better than others, yeah. Yes. But like you need a light studio, whatever, like you can take pictures of sneakers, right? You can take a picture of a shotgun shell. You can take pictures of a blind, whatever. In a shadow box, right? Right. But so still, you might, yeah, yeah. You'll figure it out. Hold on. We've been talking about creative stuff and I'm sure there's just some goose horny honkers out there listening right now and they're like gosh i just want chadwick and and keaton to talk about some naughty goose hunts yes so i think we should roll back from the creative side and go just straight into just some honky tonk stuff sam i want you to paint the picture of like a true river rat when people say river rat what does it mean to sam Keaton, Echo, and try and back him up if he, if he needs it. And we'll start there. 
River rat. Wow. Um, My favorite term. You got sand in your blood for sure. I mean, <laughs> and breakfast. My big, my biggest thing, something that resonates with me, and I think people can probably relate to, is when you get there, when you're on that river, when you're up wherever we are, really, when you're on any river, I mean, it just, it's special. You know, you feel it in you. You're like this, there's just something about it. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to explain it, but it just feels right. You know, I feel at home. I feel at peace. Like, everything just goes away. You don't think about anything but what's at hand, what's in front of you. It's the only place your mind can wander. Soaks it all up. So that, for me, is where River Rat comes from. And growing up, my dad had a River Rat tattoo on his shoulder, so I've been looking at that and... I've been in this. I've been in this sand, you know, as, since before I could walk. You know, my my dad grew up on the river this way. So, River Rat was just always us. You know, it was just always there. It's just been constant for us. I see River Rats as guys that go out on the river as like their main place to hunt, and they wouldn't have it any other way. That's where they want to be. Doesn't give a fuck what they shoot. Just want to be there and be there every day of the season. Yeah. And Sam I'll, said uh, something about just being like, they w- they'd rather be there than be anywhere else. Like, like mm-hmm. and Keaton echoed it as well, being like, that's their main place to hunt. They would rather be there mm-hmm. than anywhere else. I mean, he's not just there in hunting season either. No. I mean, it, as soon as that ice is out, we're out there fishing. Or as soon as it's summer, he's where I mean we're out there on sandbars, hanging out, wakeboarding. There's not a month in the year that I don't put a boat in the water. Yeah, that's what I thought was cool every month you told of the me. Year. So like I was I was scared shitless this morning when you're like yeah we've got like and a most two people foot are swath. and my dad is still I mean my dad is very uncomfortable to ride with me he doesn't like the way I drive he doesn't <laughs> like how fast I drive he doesn't like the way uh, I it sounds so, like a normal dude, it's so, lines I run it's so fucking funny he drives way different and so he's uncomfortable and you're a lot of people like, a lot of people are very idiot. uncomfortable <laughs> and they don't like it but when you have a river rat in the boat they look at you and they smile and they're like this is awesome like it's scary but it's awesome at the same time dude just uh just a little bit further away from here when i was on the missouri we were there for three days and some local warned me about a stump field (laughs) and i'm like holy (laughs) shit but i was driving an xl mud buddy so like at the end of the day i'll be okay as long as i don't open up the hole like a tin can (laughs) you know and so my buddy gavin does not water hunt period (laughs) and he's like white knuckling the gunwales of the boat and he's like why are you going 30 miles an hour (laughs) and it's like i've been doing this for three days now i understand the river you know it has maybe changed six inches and i can see it we're not going out in the dark anymore like i understand i hit one sandbar totally fine glided over it it's like a you know thing like last year though jade that last week of the season when he hit that deadhead Bro. Couldn't see it. We took. I that, went. I we went took, right over it. Yeah, right. We were following him, and we had taken that line fucking forty times already this year, like the same fucking line right around the point, exact same line. And, and he just he smoked. Somehow him. got unlucky. Brought that the day. boat to a complete stop. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I understand what you mean by like you're traversing the waters like you know them. Like, you know when to gun it, you know when to slow down, whatever. 
I can, I can, I can go out. I can take you out there right now, and I can point at certain shoots and pieces of sand, and I can give you a pretty damn good prediction of where it's going to be and when it's going to be there. When this is going to change? Oh, that's going to be cut off in X amount of days. Oh, I'm not going to be able to boat across this soon. In the spring, I'm going to be able to boat right up there and into that, even though it's a complete sandbar. There's no water there right now. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, there's going to be water right there, and my boat's going to be right there. We're going to mm. be hanging out swimming in the summer with our dogs and shit. You know, like it it changes in the same ways a lot, but it uh, it throws curveballs at you just as much. Well, as an outsider. And I'm, and I know Derek feels the same way. <clears throat> As an outsider, it's dope, you know, to be able to like be a part of it for anyone. And, like, it see is, it, dude. You know you, what I you mean? You can be coming there for your hundredth time, and it's the same rush. That's well, where I'm it's at. the same feeling. And here's the thing that I think a lot of anti-hunters don't understand is like we have such an appreciation for nature Shit. and everything. Like we have, you obviously have an appreciation for the river. You know, and, like, you maintain that resource and whatever, and, like, you really got to respect it. it. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. All yeah. these old-timers, if, if we, have one the of the, first thing if we had an old-timer sitting here talking about this, he'd be like, you respect that river at all costs. That's all that matters. You respect that river, it'll respect you. If you don't respect it, it'll fuck if you, you disrespect it in any shit. way, it will, send you, it will send you packing without yeah. your boat and maybe without your truck. You or your know. life. Or your life. <laughs> People die every year. Literally. There were seven deaths in Sioux City on the river this year, just this summer. Really? In the summer? Yeah. Damn. Water's higher, currents ripping. One more question, final Go question. Go ahead. I want... Go ahead. Kit blank. I want... Yes. I want, I want the story of fucking Kit to be told, and I want to explain. So people are listening to this, and they're like, okay, I heard about the definition of a river rat. Now let's hear the example of the river rat. This is the definition and example of river rat. Good call. This is yeah. a great example. This so the Webster I have a friend, dictionary older gentleman. <laughs> he's a lawyer. Uh, he's pretty well off, and he puts out a big blind, a big spread every year. Um, he takes four wheelers to the sandbar. Uh, he drags decoys around in a twelve foot flat bottom behind the four wheeler. Um, he has Wi Fi in his blind. He has a Wi Fi modem in his blind, and he works from his blind on his iPad. He's a stair stepper. His blind blind. goes out on opening day and it stays out until spring snow goose hunting is done. Bro, when Derek's like, you got to come out here, he's like, dude, there's this guy who has a fucking stair stepper in his blind. And I was like, what do you mean he has a stair? He can't sit still. I'm picturing an elliptical. You know? He's got to be moving. He doesn't want (laughs) to sit down and he doesn't like to kick back and take a nap quite like we do. He's always moving some decoys around. He's always changing shit. He's on the stepper a little bit. He's always looking at the sky. Yeah, he's got a drag. He pulls behind his four-wheeler, groom the sand, make it look nice for the geese, you know, because he doesn't care about ducks. Nope. One bit. It's he, weird. He, he, make, he pokes jokes at me for being a duck geese. hunter. Mm-hmm. He likes killing geese and snow geese. Well, it's like hunting with Scott. The second a duck flies, he's like, yeah. nah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you get him to go on a duck hunt and put waders on, good luck. No. <laughs> yeah. I think I've seen it once. He don't know what he's missing. But anyway, Kit. He's a legend. He really is. He uh, He's out every day, dude. Every day. He spends more days out there during the hunt season than anyone I know. Literally every day. He might, he might kill oh, the least or, you know, but he won't go three days without killing something. Every three days, something's dying, whether it's a couple snow geese, a couple blues, a Canada, if he's got three a huge Canadas, maybe a flock of Canadas the they didn't even shoot. 
I mean, he's he's just there to be there. Okay. Just because that's the place he would wants to be. <laughs> I mean, his gun might not even be loaded 50% of the time he's out there, but it doesn't matter. He just wants to be in the middle of that river, waist deep in water, staring at the sky. Yeah. That's a river rat. Amen. River rat. Amen, dude. And, like, I, I have a girlfriend, and she's like, what are you doing? You know, whenever I go out and... We have a 60-day season in, in the Mississippi Flyway, right? And uh, I'll go out as much as I can, you know? I'm, I'm going to go out on every Wednesday morning, every Friday morning, every Saturday, Sunday. You know, and she get, gets mad that I don't go to church with her on Sundays and whatever, so we'll go to the evening service instead. And, like, she doesn't, she didn't understand right away. And then I started taking her out, and she shot her first couple ducks and geese, and she's we found out that she's left-handed instead of right-handed. Mm-hmm. She's left eye dominant, right handed, everything. Oh, you know, too, so dude. there's me too. There's all that nonsense that goes with it. And once she figured out like her stuff, like even if we don't shoot anything now, um, she gets pumped. Like she she loves being out there in nature and everything and like it's uh it's so much more like I understand where Kit's at. Like he just wants to be in the middle of that river, dude. I just wanna be like I want the opportunity to shoot a bird out of the sky. I want the opportunity to work a bird is my big thing. It's not to just to kill. I just love working birds. Like that's what really gets me off. You know, it's like, Hey, yeah. Hey, you you see that mallard turn as soon as I did that bark at right. whatever I did the Cajun squeal. And then all of a sudden that thing just put on the brakes and just stopped flapping and came right down. I got a friend that says it really well. Von Drack, we've mentioned him a couple of times. Yeah. He says, he says it a lot. He says, I'm in love with the process. And where we are and the way we do it, it's a unique process. And it's easy to fall in love with that process out there. And that's all you want to do. Yeah. And like, like, like I said to Derek, you know, when, when you're out there, everything else goes away. You forget about the rest of the world. Yeah, and my I think, wife gets pissed about it. <laughs> and uh, another thing is we have very terrible cell service up there, right? Also We're sit, pissed about sitting that. up there one night and the buddy's like, damn, you know, my stuff won't load. My stuff won't load. And Chase, that kid... He looks over at me and he says, what's wrong with you, dude? I come up here because yeah. there's no cell service. <laughs> yeah. Like, get it right. <laughs> well, and, and what's cool about rivers is anything can happen. And I've been saying this for years is field hunting is really fun for me. Like, I love shooting ducks and geese out of a field, but there's something about water. You never know what you're going to shoot. Especially on the river, dude. You never know what's going to fly up the river. Like, you can... Like, you guys have log books, you know, and, like, you have all these old That's timers. one thing we haven't talked about is in the cabin, there's a log book that goes back to 1980. It's fucking cool. Yeah, and they didn't kill shit back then. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be, like, But eight, they drank good no, scotch. Yeah. There you Dude, go. I mean, it'd be, like, 60 mallards total for the year. And we're oh, putting up, like... And they were, and they were in <laughs> seventh heaven with 60 that. mallards. Yeah, you know? loved it greatest times to be alive to them no there's something special to be said about a river whether it's in fishing or in hunting you honestly never know what's going to fly up there i mean i'm sure you guys have heard of sea ducks getting shot on this river right mm-hmm. we've Dude, shot we, we've shot pretty much everything other yeah. than harlequins and eiders we uh when i hunted this two three years ago with my buddy gavin uh, we see two white birds coming up he wanted to shoot golden eyes and mallards that's all he wanted to shoot in the first week of december oh, you yeah. know and we see two white, we're like fucking around the outside of the blind. And you see two white birds coming up this channel. And we're like, oh shit. Gavin swings, Goldies. two white birds, one shot kills them both. Dog brings them back. It's two hen, um, Surf su- 
two hen um, old squaw. Oh. Wow. You know, just random. And, like, that's the part where it's like, dude, you never no. know what you're going to shoot. And that gets me so fired up. There was a couple of years ago we had a flock swing and there was a blonde mallard in it. Mm. You could I've see seen, I've seen black ducks so out here. Good. I've seen blonde mallards. You've killed canvasbacks, buffaloheads, golden eyes, redheads, bluebills, mergansers. Widgeon. Widgeon. Gadwall, pintails, gabwall. Anything. I mean, when you're Ready almost ducks. always hunting with someone who's never shot that bird before. They've never seen that bird in real life, too. Right. And just, like, seeing them, like, I've never admire. shot a black duck. If anybody's listening knows how to kill a black duck or where to kill a black duck, let's get that never in. Shot you got to go to Michigan. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's I go. I want one. Let's fucking go. Guys, I had so much fun with you. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. Yeah, For awesome. having, having me here. Yeah. This is a fucking hoot and a half. How long have you been trying to do this podcast? Uh, a little over a year. I think it's we'll do it. We'll that. do it yeah. again. And just so <laughs> okay, everyone else knows, you know, if they ever get to make a connection with me and get the chance to come up here, once you come once, you're usually welcome back. So, guys, go follow. Unless you're a douche. <laughs> you're a douche. <laughs> Don't be the hunting douche. Go follow uh, Derek Helms, Sam Chadwick, and Keaton Rowe on Instagram. I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed. You'd probably be disappointed with Sam's, but. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. He he doesn't have the mic anymore. He posts a bunch of my pictures. There, there you go. No, but um, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Onyx, Quick Trip, and Camo Retro. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. I think this is... Nope, that's the wrong one. That's the boo box button. We're going to end it right there. Thanks.